In 2019, I uncovered a little blue suitcase in my grandparents' basement in their Toronto home. Inside was an unexpected treasure, Bill and Doreen's love letters from the Second World War. And now, I am sharing that story with all of you. You're listening to the Little Blue Suitcase Podcast, hosted by me, Jason McDowell. December 9th, 1941. Doreen Darling. Well, it's exactly 10.23 Sunday morning, and I'm doing exactly nothing this morning. (laughs) Well, I received your swell letter, dear, and you know just how much I look forward to receiving them. But what I'm really looking forward to now is that five days at New Year's we have together. I'm glad to hear that you got a nice tablecloth for Mother. Have you decided where you'd like to go on New Year's Eve? Well, I worked pretty hard every night last week. Oh, yeah. And frankly, dear, I didn't have a thing to do. I got up at about 11 a.m. every morning, and I went to the show for three afternoons. Ah, jeez. But today, today's going to be a tough one. From this morning till 11 tonight, and not a thing to do but write all of my girlfriends. (laughs) One great thing about the letters from Bill is that in every letter to Doreen, he really talked about how he's never really done much or he hasn't really been working that hard. And the funny part is, due to privacy issues, he couldn't tell her about the work that he was doing in the administration office. So all of his letters are filled with all of the moments and time in between the time he was at work. He talks about how he worked really hard at going to see three shows in an afternoon, or he slept until two o'clock in the afternoon, and he had all of this time to write all of his girlfriends. Well, as usual, dear, I haven't got much to say. It's only two weeks now before I'll be home, and I just wish you knew how much I'm going to look forward to seeing you again. Ottawa really is dead from the feet up, Doreen. I'd like to get back to Toronto next summer if I could, but... I suppose time will tell. Can you tell my mother to let me know if she's gotten my letters? And to write me soon. I wrote her last week, at around the same time that I wrote you, so she should have some letters. Well, it snowed all day here yesterday, and there's about four inches of snow, so I guess that nixes my chances of getting home till New Year's. So, after not seeing you for that long, you'd better not get too close to me or I'm liable to just eat you up. You looked pretty enough the last time I saw you, and now it's going to be two weeks, let alone three weeks. Have you decided what you're going to wear for New Year's Eve, dear? And what would you want me to wear? By the way, dear, I think I've got more money saved up than you. The only thing I'm spending money on these days is that little French girl because she does not like to go out much. No, she'd rather stay in in the evenings, and who am I to argue? Ha, ha, ha. Well, darling, I think you know just how much I really do miss you, dear. There are lots of girls up here in Ottawa, dear. But as far as you are concerned, you are so much more beautiful and mature than them that there isn't any comparison. And as far as I'm concerned, it'll always be that way. Which means one thing. I love you, dear. And I do not care who knows it. So write soon, Doreen, and I hope that the girls in the office don't tease you anymore about my telling you that I love you. Ah, I see that it's just starting to snow again. 
I just hope that the train gets there in three weeks because nothing, and I mean nothing, is going to stop me from pulling into Toronto. We got some new identification badges on Saturday, so that way you will always be able to identify me. Well dear, I think I'd better go, but write soon and behave yourself, and you ought to go listen to some Artie Shaw and think of me. My grandfather and my grandmother often make reference to Artie Shaw. He was an American clarinetist, composer, and bandleader, and really was regarded as one of jazz's finest clarinetists. And it seems that he had quite the following, I guess he would almost be like One Direction or Taylor Swift of the day. I can just see my grandparents listening to the radio in their separate locations, Ottawa and Toronto, and listening to the same song and thinking of each other. I just wish I could get down to you now. So don't forget to get the tickets for New Year's Eve, and I'll pay you when I get back down. Lots and lots and lots of love. Bill. XXXXX. Here are your kisses for the week. I gave you a couple extra. P.S. I think your jokes are funny. December 11th, 1941. Dear Bill, I hope all is well with you, darling, but I am surprised that I am able to write this letter as my hand and pen are shaking. I am filled with fear, and I am very anxious with the news I am about to share with you. I am almost out of breath as I ran up the stairs to get my pen and paper so I could get my thoughts down on paper as soon as possible. My mother is not as ill as we once thought she was. It is not something that she will easily get over, as it turns out my mother is actually pregnant. I cannot believe I am writing these words down on paper for you, darling. But again, she is pregnant. So, avid listeners, I'm sure you're as shocked as I am in regards to Doreen's letter about why her mother wasn't feeling that great. At the time, my grandmother was an only child for 20 years. And she's thinking about starting her life. She's thinking about getting married and possibly starting a family of her own. Only to find out that her mother's not sick. She's pregnant. I can only imagine the shock that Doreen must have gone through to see her 40-year-old mother, and remember, this is 1941, is pregnant and there's no children in between. imagine how my great-grandmother felt finding out that she was pregnant at 40, thinking that her time had passed and she's moving into a different phase in her life and her daughter's moving out of the house possibly and her daughter's getting married, only to realize she's got to start all over again. But they had each other. And so as we go on this journey with Doreen, we will see how she feels, her true feelings, And we'll see when the baby comes along, what that means to Doreen's relationship with her family, to Doreen's relationship with her mother, and how she feels about it when she expresses that to Bill. We certainly thought it was possible that she was having stomach issues or that there was just something more ominous about her sickness, but it turns out she is going to have a baby. A baby. As we both talked about before, we are both only children, and being the only child for the last 20 years, I have gotten used to being the only one for my parents. 
But there you have it. My mother is going to have a baby after 20 years of only having me. I can say that I am very excited about having a brother or a sister and oh, what fun it will be to have a baby that I can push around in a pram down the street. No, oh, I am sure the neighbors will talk about a single gal like me pushing a baby down the street, so we will have to make sure that everyone knows it is actually my brother or sister and not my baby. Mom and I walked home from the doctor's office and we really did not have much to say. She was very quiet and I think the news had not quite sunk in as of yet. I am sure that it will be a lot to take, and they will have their hands full. Here I am, a working gal, and hopefully finding my true love. Well, not hoping, but actually found my true love. And I will have a baby at home. The doctor thinks that the baby will be coming sometime in March, so it'll be a great spring. I know that we still have not made plans official for New Year's Eve yet, and I will make sure that it will be my focus this week. Going back downstairs now to be with my mother and get a cup of tea and a cookie. Here is hoping it'll calm her nerves. <laughs> and mine. Lots of love. Doreen. Thanks for listening to the Little Blue Suitcase podcast. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you get notified when the next episode is out. For more information, check us out at littlebluesuitcase.ca. I'm Jason McDowell, and it's been swell having you listen. Podstarter.